ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his Lord, I want to seek you more. 
you, Jesus. I worship at your throne. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything, more than money, more than love, more than life itself. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Yeah, I worship at your throne. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. That I adore you more than anything. Oh, I just wanna say that I love you more than anything. I just wanna say that I love you more than. I want to welcome you to the service because you are here in the ministry you will only see great things and a lot of the great things will be supernatural There are some spiritual benefits that come to you just by traveling. And I'm showing you that to come to this place is a journey. So you may not have your suitcases here, but I know you traveled to come here. And because you traveled, you will see good days. Let's bow our heads and pray. Master Jesus, the maker of all things, the source of wisdom and the source of light. We submit ourselves to your counsel, your guidance, to your revelation, and your illumination. And because we've placed ourselves below you, we expect nothing but a flow down the gradient we have created. Let there be a flow of wisdom. Let there be a flow of strength. 
Let there be a flow of energy. Let there be a flow of passion. Let graces flow. And may we live here strengthened and empowered for greater works. Thank you for the seasons of smallness. For your beginnings are always small. But we celebrate you for great times of increase, enlargement, expansion that we claim as our destiny. We thank you. And we are very grateful to you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may kindly take your seats. Our service was interrupted for two weeks by, not the service, the series, sorry, was interrupted for two weeks by my Healing Jesus campaign trip. But I thank God that Bishop Kobe was here to to do what only he can do. And I really pray for every single person sitting here that in your work in the ministry and spilling into your personal life, you will always be surrounded by help. For it is not good that a man should be alone. The number one is not a very good number. The number one is not a very good number. So anybody here who is a leader of a center, leader of a bus center, whatever you are doing, at any level, but you are alone managing affairs. Like, if you are not there, you must send your cousin. Because there's no other person to help you. Anyone here who is doing anything alone is not in the will of God. You are on your own. Because God does not like solo efforts. So as the Lord has blessed me with Bishop Kobe, may he bless you with your own bishop. May the Lord bless you with your own helper. Who can stand in snugly for you. Who fits in perfectly and seamlessly. Not that when your helper comes, it is an Inchanga and Enoma affair. David and Goliath affair. An elephant has left and a mouse has come. 
But when an elephant goes, may a mammoth appear. May God give you some help that is commensurate with your stature. So that those who experience you will know that God is with you. So today, I'm continuing with the 10 journeys of a mega church pastor. And that is really not some, you know, title we are throwing about. But it is a real representation of our posture now. That we are into big things. No matter your background. No matter who gave birth to you. No matter who your family members are. We are into big things. Hallelujah. And when we see that your work is suffering. Because you are unable to break out of smallness. Then we know that you are an antichrist. An antichrist is an, it's a nickname, really. Christ. The word Christ is a nickname for the Messiah or the anointed one. So when we look at you and see that you lack anointing, then it means that you are an antichrist. You, you are anti-anointing. The antichrist. I said Christ means the anointed one. So when your work is not showing any sign of you know, increase and growth, it means you are an antichrist. You are, not, you are against anointing. Because anointed people see growth. Anointed people see good. And some of you, even the look on your face shows dryness. Yeah, you, you look barren. You look barren. Just by the posture of disinterest. You look barren. So you are expecting someone to come with sex, sex, sex. Not knowing that you are the one. So, in this era, whether you are instrumental, I'm looking for some Basanta leaders. And I'm sure I'm going to find them. There is nothing like a loan or little. Once we discover a pattern of persistent smallness, it means you are an antichrist. You are anti-anointing. And we don't relate with such people here. There's no space here for you. So today, in keeping with the reasons our prophet has given us why we should have a mega church, in keeping with these reasons, I'm taking you into a new realm. Because he said that the first reason why you need to have a mega church is that I mean, it is the best vision. 
It's the best vision. Whatever you are doing. I mean, if you have a choir, you can have many visions that the choir will sing well, they will dress well, they will look beautiful. They are all great visions. But the best, the, the highest vision is the vision for growth, numerical growth. Growth in numbers. Growth in quality. So, the most appropriate vision for any leader of a center or a bar center is the vision to grow what you are doing. I was talking to a zonal leader in Flaming Fire a few months ago. She was bringing three people to church. Four people. Three, seven, six, five. But I said today, how many were here on Sunday? So there were 21. Yeah, that is, that is the Christos anointing. Yes. We see that you, you are, you are oiled. There's no curse on you. So we expect to see dancing stars grow, not diminish. We expect to see the church itself grow. So may God give you that grace. And then we we were taught that because you have that vision, the, 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 the next reason is that that vision will take you on a journey. So we, we are here asking ourselves, so what are the journeys? What are the journeys that you can go on? Because once the, something is your vision, truly, it takes you on a journey. You do things because of a certain vision. When you meet a fornicator on a journey looking for the next prey, he has a vision. He is driven by something. He is looking for something. When you see a thief, or not even a thief, somebody who, who wants money for what reason, who, who is greedy, you know, greedy, you see it in the person's choices and decisions. A, a, a footballer, I, I think he's in Nantes or Nice, one of them. It's going to st- these people are paid I mean like $100,000 a week $80,000 a week that I need to build cathedrals <laughs> yes I mean minimum I mean a lot of money but because of his vision to, to have everything, he's going to steal a watch. And he's been sacked. So he, he has lost opportunity. And I'm sure that whatever is going to follow him. So, so when people see so the thief has come, some of you people say so the fornicator has come. 
that grown up who likes small, small girls has come. So anything that possesses your heart takes you on a journey. If you allow something to possess you strongly, if you are here, you are not happy here, you want to go to Europe by force, and it possesses you strongly, you may find yourself in the engine room of a ship. Engine room of a ship. Because it it has possessed you strongly. Strongly. So may only good things possess you strongly. Say amen. Amen. So, So, Bishop tells us that when you have a vision to let your things grow, it will take you on a journey. And what was the first journey I shared with you? It will lead you to make sacrifices. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. When somebody is possessed with a, with, with, with a, with a, uh, in a uh, what's that thing called? With a, with a vision for something, the person will pay any price. So when I say that people want to go to Europe, uh, it's in a shape. That is even there. That one is like a business class ticket. When I talk about the engine room of a ship, that's, that's like first class ticket. They, they, they go on the desert, Agades. They travel for days in oil tankers. Without oil. And the heat. By the time they get to the end of the journey, they bring dead bodies. You can't, when something possesses you, you will be prepared to pay a price. It's one of the first signs that you are into something. Yes. From a certain part of Niger upwards, before they will get to Morocco or Libya, they drink urine. There's no water anywhere. So the liquid they drink is urine. So we see what possesses you by what you are prepared to sacrifice. When I became a pastor, so I was appointed a pastor 26 years ago, but it, it, it will come, it, it will show what you have a right to that you put aside. It shows what, it's not, it's not math. The kingdom of God is not in word. We, we, we see it by what you are prepared to put away for this. So I put away every doctor's dream of living in America. I put it away for some 30 members in a classroom. And I was the happiest of men. So when you see me and you are pitying me, I am rather pitying you. Anything people want, they pay, they sacrifice. Sometimes people even sacrifice their dignity. Like, like, like African politicians should be some of the most, I mean, a, a typical African politician should not be able to get out of his room. 
but they are able to get out of their rooms and sit on television stations and, and speak. It's like they have thrown away shame. I mean, there's issue. To be a politician in Africa, you must not have a, you must not have a conscience. The sense of shame that like if some bad news is spread around, you, say, you, you can't even come out. You want to hang yourself. You want to, you want to commit suicide. Not an African politician. Rather they see it as even publicity. You need to put aside. We, we see what you are prepared to put away by, or we see your passion by what you are prepared to put away. And I'm telling you that. If you really want to serve God in this thing, you will pay something. Yes. The price I have paid and I'm still paying, you will also pay it. You will pay it. But you will not pay. I mean, yours will not be America or whatever because you don't even have a passport. And when you go to the embassy and as soon as they see your face, they will just say, go home. So yours may not be America, but yours may be something. Everybody, like, like, like a phone. Everybody will pay for it. I may buy it with cities. You will buy it with dollars. You will buy it with what? But eventually, the price is the same. You must put down something. And one of the reasons why there are barren centers... Bacentes coming to church with half bus, uh, 50% occupancy is that you have leaders who are not prepared to pay, to pay the price. I don't need to have the service. I've got enough pastors under me. And I'm tired enough to be resting. But you pay. If you don't pay, you won't have. So that was the number one. You pay. And God is asking each of you to pay a price. Number two is what? The journey to be a good shepherd. You want to have a mega church, a mega basenta of what? Chairs or trees or stones. Of sheep. So you must develop your shepherding skills. And the biggest shepherding skill you must develop is the shepherding skill called interaction. How to be with people and interact with them. It is, it is, it is bigger than getting ready to, to pray. You see, PVCI should be ICVP. If you don't develop your interaction skills, your skills to interact with people, you won't even know what to pray about. What are you going to pray about? Because you are above them. You are a prime minister. You don't relate to the people. On Sunday, you just bring a bus to come and collect them. And nobody is a fool. If, if, if there is ever a fool, it's likely to be you. I'm telling you, if there is ever, if there is, I don't know, I don't think that, but if ever there is a fool, it's likely that you are the fool and not your members. 
So you see that you, you find money, you sweat, you find money, you put a bus there on Sunday. They won't sit in it. Because they know that you, you are interested in numbers and not members. Number three is what? Sorry. The journey called the journey for the anointing. For the anointing. <laughs> it's not by might. And the, that's why I said, anybody you see with persistently small numbers or plateaued size, things which don't grow, they are not anointed. Hmm? Because if it is just gathering five members, even we smokers can do it. We smokers do outreach. They have members. So if you are in the church with Holy Ghost, church, Bible, prayer, messages, and you cannot gather 20 members, then you are, you are, you are, you are, you are not anointed. So, so a person who wants to build something very big looks for anointing. It's not by might nor by power. Zechariah 4 6. It's not by the power of being a male or being a female or being beautiful. You don't use, we don't use beauty to attract church members. We don't use body parts to draw people to church. We use anointing. Yes. We don't use body parts. So that's how we ended, not so. Have we, that's how we ended. So today we are doing what? Journey number what? Number four. Yes. The journey number four. Because a vision to build a big center, a big center, will lead you on a journey. There are certain roads. If you say you are going to Takrade, we'll see you on a certain road. There are some roads we don't expect you on those roads. We don't expect you to be headed for so many. And when we ask you, say you are going to, your vision is stuck ready. You cannot. So, so when you have a vision towards church growth and a mega church, there are some roads you will not be on. You won't find you there. Won't find you there. And the reason why. I am taking my time to break this down is that we will not tolerate people who don't show growth. God, our vision here is a mega church. It's clear. <laughs> so we will not like you. I can't be friends with you. No matter what you have, I can't relate with you. So today, the journey we are going on is the journey called industrialization. Industrialization. Glory to God. In this book, the mega church. There's a chapter called The Secret of Industrialization. So you will notice that some of you even cannot spell it. 
But just write something. Somebody will help you to spell it properly. Yes. Industrialization. So, I'm reading. Because anybody here, any regional head, any zonal leader, next week I'm having a Titus increase with zonal leaders, Wednesday evening. Yes. Find an assistant. If you don't have an assistant, send your mother or your father to go and do your center for you, work for you. We are here on Wednesday, 7 till 2 a.m. Zonal leaders. Next week, Wednesday. Kashu Kataya. If you want to be with me, then be ready to flow with me. And be ready to synchronize your rhythm with my rhythm. <laughs> Anybody who is a leader of anything here, today is a special day. Is it the first of the month or second? Yes, it's a very special day. Yes. You can't forget it. Because we are, we are introducing a certain color into our life as God's servants. Into the work we are doing here. And that color we are dropping into the liquid is the color called industrialization. That if you will permit me, I'll read to you. Bishop says, no, 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 the, ma- the man who wrote this is the man who had a little church in a corner of Accra of about 18 to 20 members. All were students, nurses, Ebenezer Secondary School students. There was nobody with a car. Now, that man, who was a pastor of that little 18 to 20 member church, from that little church, he has built a world of over 3,000 churches, not members. And he is the one we are honoring on Sunday. And one of the ways to honor a person is to pay attention to the person's words. You don't only honor with milk and sardine. You honor a person also by paying attention to his words. Whenever you hear that I'm preaching, run to the service. I like to think of the future and how things will be like in some years to come. That's the, that's the opening statement. I'm talking about industrialization. You see that it begins with a sentence that shows the type of human being speaking. He's not a human being who is satisfied with today. No matter what he has today, he says he likes to think of the future. 
So everything I'm going to say today, if you are not into the future, or you are happy with the status quo today, you better leave. There is nothing I'm saying that is for today or to celebrate our Sunday's uh, attendance achievement. He said, we are talking about how the future will be. Tonight's meeting is about the future. So I have often wondered what our church will be like in a few years. As I pondered over the future of the church, the Lord told me that one way I could secure the future was to develop a culture of industrialization. That culture secures the future. Oh, and how his future has been secured. Big time. A corner of it. He didn't even have access to a classroom. He was having the church on a corridor. He couldn't even get the classroom. He was in the corridor. Now, he has cathedrals like this in over 90 countries. Even the government cannot do anything that is in 90 countries. God instructed me to industrialize my church. So we are going to industrialize basentes. We are going to industrialize centers. We are going to industrialize zones. Regions are going to be industrialized. Basentes and basantes will be industried. Industried. God instructed me to industrialize my church. And I'm instructing you to industrialize your basanta. He showed me how our nation at that time was only importing goods from western countries and reselling them at a profit. There is no future in this, the Lord said. Have you noticed that the richest nations of the world are all involved in producing important products? The richest nations of the world are involved in producing important products. They don't just import things to sell. They make things. They make things which don't exist. They make them exist. A TV which doesn't exist will be made. Ah, you now you, you, you will exist. They will force you to exist. A type of car which never exists. They will make it to exist. Until recently, most cars were using petrol. Petrol diesel. Petrol diesel. They made a car which uses batteries. To exist. What are you making to exist which never existed? Have you noticed that the richest nations of the world are all involved in producing important products? Yes, I replied. 
God showed me that the richest nations of the world produce cars. The best cars come from the richest countries of the world. These countries are rich because they produce something. I'm not feeling happy. The church will be rich in souls if we begin to be spiritually industrialized. Just like Korea is rich in cars and money because of industry. Yes, the industrial revolution began in the 17th century from Great Britain and spread everywhere. That was the epicenter of industry. Something will happen here and spread everywhere. Just as the success of the nations of the world depends on 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 their producing something, the success of the church depends on her producing souls. An industry is an organized system of producing goods and services regularly. 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 Find the meaning of regular. Regular dictionary. Happening over and over again. Happening over and over again at the same time. Kayala. So when you say something is going to be done regularly, it means it's going to be done over and over again at the same time. And at the same pace, it leads to wealth. It leads to increase. It leads to enlargement. It leads to greatness. Regularly. You can do something. But without regularity, it would not lead to riches. Ghana used to produce a car called Boafo. Say regular. Today's meeting is a grand ceremony to inaugurate the industrialization of the sex. An industry is a deliberately or intentionally organized system. It comes out with a well-defined product on a regular basis. I'm happy the sound in the microphone is clear today. Unlike Sunday. Because I want you to hear it clearly. And I think it's happening to my taste. An industry is also very profit-oriented. Jesus help me. It does not only produce 
its products when it is convenient. Nor does it produce goods accidentally when it's convenient. So, in the rainy season, the industry shut down. Hamatan, then they start. No. Industrialization does not take into account snow or rain or hamatan. So what we are inaugurating today, your period cannot affect it. We will demand from you. We will demand, we will make demands on you. Whether you are in your period or you are not in your period. Your financial situation does not come in. Your mother is dead, doesn't come in. There is no feeling in us. When there is industrialization, we don't care when your family is dead. Either you fall in line. Is it clear? It's very clear. The sound is good. Either you fall in line or you fall out. Because industry does not, one of the hallmarks of industry. Why, Bishop? Why are you trying to industrialize the church? I'm trying to do so because my prophet has given me a prophetic word that this is how things grow. This is how to be rich. We will not leave it at your convenience. There is nothing I'm doing at my convenience. When there is no industrialization, things are left to the vagaries of the weather. Things are left to the, the, the determination of situations and circumstances and happenstances. But what we are introducing here does not depend on whether you are happy with your wife or you are sick. I have crawled on all fours. What I'm preaching today is my life. I am introducing you to it today. Any nation that does not Establish industries is doomed to buy second-hand things forever. Are we buying second-hand things forever in the country? Yes. It is doomed to be at the mercy of those who produce goods and services. When I speak of industrialization, I'm not speaking of making money. I'm talking about turning out souls deliberately and regularly. In our case, it's not a money-making venture, but it's a soul-producing venture. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. People who never existed in this church will exist in this church. On Sunday, people who never sat in this church will sit here because we are industrializing the church and producing things that never existed.
a businessman for God. And my currency is human souls. You are a businesswoman for God. And your currency is human souls. Your church will have reached an industrial stage when it begins to churn out souls regularly and systematically. I like the English. The important word here is regular. I know of some car factories that produce one car every three minutes. All year round. Day and night. Sunday to Tuesday, Monday, Sunday. Every three minutes a car. Koramo Shakataya. Jesus said in Luke 19, 13, Occupy. That is, do business. It's like him. That is, industrialize and commercialize with diligence until I come. In other words, Jesus expects us to take the business of soul winning as a very serious enterprise. Some of you here are not taking the business of ministry as a serious business. But from today, I will force you Soul winning should be intentional and not incidental. Up until today, everything was left to your discretion. When you want to, you do it. When you feel like, you do it. But no more. No more. There is always a day something starts. Everybody is born on a day. Something is being born on this day. Many pastors are afraid of starting churches because they do not know how to win souls. Tonight I'll teach you how to win souls. Many zonal leaders are afraid of starting centers. Many center leaders are afraid of starting bus centers because they don't know how to start it. Most of you, what you have was inherited and you presided over its decay. And the Lord is telling me and has told me that the reason why people inherit things and preside over its destruction as we are having under this roof, is that they have not known how to make things. If you find them with new souls, it is serendipitous. If you find that people increasing, it's just chance happening. Just by chance, her former boyfriend came and said, come to church. But there's no deliberate, intentional, systematized approach. God showed me how to set up the church and ministry to deliberately and regularly win souls every month. 
That's a prophetic word. Right there. Every month. My church is divided into chapels, ministries, fellowships, and in contemporary times, centers, basantes, regions, and basantes. Each ministry is supposed to have a regular monthly The Lord showed me that it is important for the ministries to develop the habits of having a monthly outreach without needing a special exhortation to do so. Car factories do not need a charismatic manager to preach about the importance of producing their product for the month. In contrast, Churches and ministries seem to need a special emotional seminar on soul winning. If you don't preach on tithes, they will not pay tithes. Yes. If you don't preach on outreach, that's why month of July is a month of evangelism. If you don't talk about it, it will never happen because there is no natural there's, there's an absence and some of you sitting here should be listening to me with two ears on one side and two on the other. Yes. Have, have a ministry here and your personal life here. Because the possibility that your life is the way it is because you have not approached life as an industry that perhaps you failed because you did not have a systematized way of studying in school. Because I know you. You are not an idiot. You are intelligent. You could have had eight ones, seven A's, six ones. But because of your ad hoc approach to studying and not intentionally studying with regularity, and with a systematized approach, you failed. So people less intelligent than you, who were your classmates, went to the university. And look at you sitting here. The Lord showed me that it is important for the ministries to develop the habits of having a monthly outreach. Without needing a special exhortation. I'm repeating myself. We are going to have monthly outreaches without preaching. And the industry depends on the type of system you set up. So we are going to set up a system which will not need preaching. The system we will set up will... That is why I initiated ministries and fellowships. So that we would win some souls every month. I am not directly involved in the winning of those souls. It is done at the ministry and fellowship level. I do not have to go and whip up enthusiasm for the winning of souls before it happens. It just happens 
automatically. When Bishop says, I am not involved, directly involved in the winning of those souls, my mind, takes, my mind goes to our Swollen Sunday. I remember the week before we had an all night. I said, on that Sunday, I told you, and many of you thought I was joking. I said, I'm not coming to church with even one soul. Did I say it? Yes. Did I come with a soul? No. Never. I was alone in my car. <laughs> but I had set up an industry. And it didn't fail. Did it fail? No. Our next Swollen Sunday, we are going for 20,000. On that Sunday, I drove here with a small car. Small, Kia Pride. <laughs> I drove. I even gave my car to someone to park for me. And I walked up here to the church. Alone, not even with my wife. <laughs> May you also set up a system under you that will be so regular and unprovoked that it will not even depend on you. Without you, it runs. Receive it now! Don't allow things to happen anyhow in your life. It's not good. It's not good. It is not good. In your education, let it have a, a form of, of regularity. When you marry, have sex with regularity. Have a timetable. On holidays, it's morning, afternoon, evening. No holidays. The week is four times. And take, take a calendar and take period or no period. Please sit down. I've not finished. The church we are going to build now is a church that is going to be built with a mindset of profits. Profits. When we see that your things don't there's no profit. Your activities don't yield any increase. We identify you as a cursed person and we get take you out. An industry is profit conscious. From now, we are not just going to be carrying out activities without the expectation of increase. Why? Matthew thirteen forty five. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. A merchant man, a businessman, and in Acts chapter six, Peter said. Let us look for people to take care of the feeding of these widows so that we will give ourselves to this business. 
It's a business. And our profit is not dollars. At the end of every month, Jesus help me. Jesus Christ help me. The system we are going to operate in this church. If nothing is produced in your center, in your bus center, at the end of the month, We are now going to build the church life. Whether it is baptism Sunday, uh, what's the name of the thing called? Uh, um, Anything we are doing, any activity will be built around the system we've set up. There are some dates that are going to be blocked. Anything, wedding, whatever will be done around those days. In an industry, the machines are fixed. If you want a car park, you will build the car park around the machines. You don't move the machines and park your car there. <laughs> if you want an office, you create the office somewhere else. Because the main thing is the ma- I can see something with my eyes. <laughs> An industrialized church is concerned with the number of people converted every month. We will demand it. You came for a good meeting. It is biblical to be interested in the number of souls that are being added to the church daily, weekly, or monthly. Acts 2, 47. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And it's interesting to note How many pastors rarely do altar calls? Many ministries do not care about the lost souls. Instead, they care about how impressive they were and how powerfully they minister. When a church is industrialized, like Church of Pentecost, even when the charismatic leader is no more, the church will continue to grow on its own accord. Because the the, the machines have been set up. Tonight, we are going to set up machines. Amen. Why industrialize? Why industrialize? Why? So that we may increase and not diminish. The calamity 
of deterioration stops tonight. If singers, you are the leader of the choir. Are you not the leader? Are you the leader of the new choir? Yes. We are going to watch you. We are going to put you on the stage. And when we sit down to watch you, we will know whether your rehearsals, your output, has been industrialized by the rubbish we see on the stage. We will know what type of leader you are. You saw Mary singing? Yes. That's a singer. And time will not allow me to take you into the, the, the regiments. Self-imposed regiments. Industrialized. Daily I'm doing this. He's showing. He's showing. It will show. Versus somebody with a good voice, but through laziness, will not subject her ministry to industrialization. She chooses to sing when she feels like singing. I need my keyboard. <laughs> Bring my turn back to me. <laughs> I was saying something. No, singing. Yeah. So, so, so you find people with senior... See, I was on the phone with a lady recently. Not recently. When I was talking to her, I said, you have a beautiful voice. Your voice has color. And she says, she's listening to me. I have never made that comment. To, it is only today that I heard a similar voice. On BBC. A man was being interviewed about some soprano who has died. And when the man was talking, you can see that the voice is rich. Very rich. Today is the second time in my 120 years of life. I said, you have the beautiful voice. I just enjoy hearing the voice. It, 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 it's nice. It has texture. I like Reverend Michael's voice. I mean, proper voice. Not voices that blow speakers. But this girl will never subject that voice to industry. So comes true the saying of the preacher that the race is truly not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong, but to those who take opportunities, who take their chances and, 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 and apply themselves to the demands of the season. They shine. They shine.
Why is the place quiet? I'm preaching. <laughs> we need to increase and not decrease. The gifts behind the instrument need to increase if each of you work the way Mary and I'm mentioning her name to you. If you work the way she worked, we will have class. Class. Well, God put me here to ensure that the standards that are demanded at Barclays Bank will be also maintained here. Can you watch it? Today I was doing some rounds and I told I think Zara, I told her, I said, it's amazing that this church hasn't started. When I entered the room and I saw the space, I said, meetings. <laughs> meetings. <laughs> You've not seen church. <laughs> like, uh, uh, soon, when we finish our service, like 11 o'clock, then a, a class starts. <laughs> I shouldn't come to the side. I think I should, I should stay. Please prevent me from coming to the side. When I come, just uh, Bishop, please decide. Okay. Let me stay here. Build ye houses and dwell in them, and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives. Some of you don't have beloved because you have not industrialized your social life. You have not applied regularity to certain things you do. So you will smile when you are outside your period. When you have menstrual cramps, you don't smile. Industrialize your smile. Whether it's raining, whether it's shining, whether you are poor, whether you are rich. So, so, so that if I want to marry you, I can count on your smile. That no matter what happens. Kashata Kabaya. When you lift your hand to embrace your beloved. And he smells the scent from your armpit because you don't bath in the evening. He takes a decision about you that no, this girl, I can't bring her to my house. I can't count on good sense. Take ye wives and beget sons. And daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, that ye may be increased there, and not diminished. 
So I'm going to be giving, going to give zonal leaders, not maybe regional heads, targets. Every quarter, there should be a certain number of beloveds you should have created. Yes. We are going to industrialize weddings, beloved dozing, counseling. Every so often, there should be a wedding. We don't leave it that, oh, when you are happy and you see a girl, we will make you like her. Any system. Why do you think Israel, Israel, a nation in the desert, desert country, is the champion of agriculture in the world? No rain. If your life depends on the weather, you are very backward. If the rain falls, then there's harvest. No. Rain or no rain, they have a systematized approach to the creation of water and the use of it thereof. Regional heads will be given targets. Because time will fail me to point out to you marriages that exist today because of me. So today is just a day of announcements. We are going to enter into a season which is endless, eternal, of industrialization. Now, two things we are going to manufacture in this church. Number one, we are going to manufacture souls, new converts. Whether you are a basanta or a basenta. We are going to institute today a system of regularly increasing our number of souls, new converts. Number two, and I'm going to talk about the number one just. Because that's just one or two things to say about them. Number two is that we are going to industrialize the church to produce workers and leaders. So in keeping with the prophetic word, From now, Saturdays, the first Saturday 
second Saturday, third Saturday of the month, let's assume that the month has four Saturdays, which is not true. Some are five. And at this point, I would like Lorraine to take out her calendar. Week Saturday one. Saturday two. Saturday three. In a four Saturday month, the first three Saturdays are going to be Marshall Saturdays, which we do already. Now, that's, those Saturdays, my dear, are going to be used for visitations, interactions, gathering of our members, existing members. And one of the hallmarks of industry, industrialization, is the keeping of data. So that one, it has been established already. But I, and I'm sure Bishop Kobe, both of us, have not been very serious with the output of the Marshall Saturday. That is, regional heads, zonal leaders must produce data on but Basanta leaders must produce data on the people they have visited. New members who just came into the church. Existing members. Some of the Marshall Saturdays are going to be used to visit leaders. Who will tell you, this Saturday, don't go anywhere. I'm coming to your house. But ladies and gentlemen... The last Saturday of every month, which will spill into the last Sunday of every month, is going to be massive organized outreaches. At the zonal center level, a king to Swollen Sunday. Massive. Whether there's rain or shine. That day, we feel, we feel, oh, did I talk about, did I say the first and second? Oh, sorry. First and second Saturdays. Sorry, sorry. Please change it. No, not three. Just one and two. Are martial Saturdays, where we visit our members, visit them, visit every member. So, so it's like visitation weekends, massive visitation. So we call it the movie Saturdays, massive organized visitations and interactions. M O V I. The third is not part of it. The third Saturday is a massive organized outreach. Because from today, every last Sunday of the month will be a swollen Sunday. Wow. 
And we need one solid week. Straddling two Saturdays. The third Saturday is a major outreach. Choir, dancing stars, whatever. We, it's big time. If you are a man, joke with the third Saturday. I will remove you. I, I, I phlegmatically accommodated a lot of useless leaders who don't do my bidding. But I'm going to show you who is in charge here. And my angst will not be directed. By what? Angst will not be directed towards only Basenta and Santa and Zona. I'm now going for Basanta leaders. There are certain Basantas, like the royals, for instance, I've taken them off for some important reason. They don't do any community outreaches. But the third Saturday, because they are going to be giving targets. Every zonal leader, every month, you have a target. So the last Sunday, so third Saturday, outreach. Then during the week, more outreaches regularly. Fourth Saturday, fourth Friday night is all night to pray for the Saturday, last Saturday, into Sunday, swollen Sunday. This is the first time I will welcome questions. <laughs> As I'm preaching. I'm saying that our move to generate... You see, this is an honor your prophet service. Because Sunday is Galatians 6. This Sunday is Galatians 6. So we are in the mood to honor our prophets. And in, in addition to our purses and our envelopes, we are also honoring his word. And his word to his church is that his churches must be industrialized. At this time, any zonal leader who is within reach of my voice, who feels these statutes to be burdensome, can resign. Now, there's a page. Leave the page now. Don't write to me. Don't meet me. Just, I want to say, I want to see Isaac Edufo left. Judas left. <laughs> Mommy, what is happening on the third Saturday of every month without no. Everything we will do will be built around it. Last Friday, sorry, my English is bad. Fourth, fourth Friday. It's what? All night in the regions. We in the Basantes will be here praying. Fourth. So even our fortnightly all nights, the Basanta fortnightly all night will be will be planned around. 
a last Friday night all night. And we will work it backwards. So we are going to be using the calendars very well. It's not only women who use calendars. Say, do you understand what I'm saying? Can you please echo the points I've given you right now? Please come and stand here. No, use it. Use it. Hallelujah. So, effective today, Saturday 1 and 2 of every month is now movie Saturday. Movie Saturday, which is for the marshals. So, movie is massive organized visitation and interaction. And that is for our existing members. Existing members. And we are going to fail Google Forms. You will fail what forms? Google Forms. For the first and second Saturday, your Saturday work will be monitored. You see, as by the grace of God, I'm having a Titus in Crete. Um, next Wednesday for zonal leaders. It has opened the womb. Yes. I can have reviews any day. All night, any day. We've already done all night, any day here. You have just come. So first week, second week, you will fill forms. We, every, every center will fill the form. We'll, every form you will fill goes into the software. You fill it. We want to know how many of existing members you are working on. Especially people who are red, red members. Red members. You visit them, you fill a form. Can you please go on? Thank you, Bishop. So, that is Saturday 1 and 2. Now, for the, and the output is that we are producing data on people we have visited. And don't forget, it goes with targets. You are going to be giving targets of people to visit. If you don't like it, go home. We are here. We are here. We know what we want. We know how serving God has blessed our lives. Yes. We know it. You watch it. A day will come the Bible prophesied it. It said, people will beg. Seven women will take hold of one man. Seven brothers will beg one by saying, we, we can see that you have got bread. The way the world is going, you watch it. As you are now, your children are now being from age six, are now being taught what that to, to, to decide whether they are boys or girls. You sit down and look at me. 
and remove your panties and poo-poo on the church work. You'll be coming back to serve God, but there'll be no place for you. Yes. Yes. Tonight, I'm deliberately speaking to create Esau's. I want to force you to dislike the ministry. I'll force you to, to sell the will of God for your life for convenience. Yes. We will never make the ministry a convenient place. It's a place of work. Demands are going to be made on you. And that is where our blessings come from. We will never create Amos 6 1. B. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion. Yes. Bishop told me. He said, Any life you are living, anything you are doing, this is a few days ago, anything you are doing that does not have stress. If you are doing something and there's no stress in it, there's no tension in it, it's not difficult, doesn't make you feel small, it means you are not in the will of God. And as soon as he said it, it fired up something in me. I understood the language he was speaking. He said, anything you are doing, if you are, if you are, you are yawning. If you are, if you are learning to play the keyboard, if you are singing, if you are projecting, and you, you are so relaxed, it's on Sundays that you come and sit in front or behind. I don't know which one is in front or behind. The laptop. Looking for verses that you don't even know which book it is in. But you have not subjected the work you are doing to a stressful regime. A stressful regime. He said that anything you are doing, if you are doing something that doesn't have stress, tension, difficulty, you are not in the will of God. And I was comforted. Because that's my life. It's a life of stress and tension. But my mind ricocheted to the Amos 6, 1 verse. Yes. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. In Zion, this Zion we are in, and you know this Zion, Hebrews tells us that you have come to Mount Zion. When you enter the church, you have come to Mount Zion. The city of God into an innumerable company of angels. We are among angels. When I'm preaching on Sundays, there are angels here. Yes, as I walk up and down, if your eyes are open, you see that I'm walking with angels. Yes. Here I come to Mount Zion, to the city of God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. This place is called Zion. When you come here, there are angels. Somebody sat by me by the flower pot on Sunday and played a clip of one of our communion services. As soon as we took the communion, some, some months or weeks ago, I, I don't know, I began to minister, and she began to scream. I said, bring her to me. And as she laid down screaming, I said, she's giving birth. That's what I said. She, she played it. There's audio. 
So she's giving birth. Not only that, as she was lying there, she was a barren woman. Has given birth to one child, can't get pregnant again. As I'm talking now, she's pregnant. There are angels here. If you don't want to be here, go to where the demons are. And you can't just enjoy such privileges. You pay for it. You don't want to pay? Go away. I will make you pay. But if, you don't, if I see that you don't want to pay, I'll relieve you of your duties. Next week, I'm going to relieve zonal leaders of their responsibilities. We'll part ways. And I mean it. The only thing I cannot do is to swear. Are you watching me? Next week, Sunday. Some people you know around, they won't exist anymore. This is Zion. Into an innumerable. You can't even count them. Oh, and I know it. Because a lot of the things, I was on the golf course with Bishop Asom yesterday. And I was telling him about last Sunday's power hour. As I was talking, I was wondering whether I was the one speaking. Because the things I was saying, I've never even read it before. I've not said it before. When I gave him one of the revelations, he almost fell on the grass. Revelations rasmatas. As I'm talking, angels are whispering into my ear. Most of the things I say here, I don't come from my house with it. And we who work here deserve double honor. We'll be honored. God will bless us. It's not every testimony we can share at this time. That's why some testimonies, like even what I'm talking about, ideally you should hear it on Sunday. But it's not everything we, 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 we discuss. It's not every testimony you can share. God will prove to you that your life, as you know it, is a life he gave you as your reward for serving him. But if you don't want to do it, you want to change your mind, he also, he's also going to change his mind. Yeah. He will change his mind. If you are sitting here tonight, it means God selected you. Because one of, the, his, one of his works is to choose. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. He chooses. He selects. And he selected you for a blessing. He selected me for a blessing. The life I'm living is a life you can't explain. We will give every center leader, but center leader targets... Today, Basenta leaders are nothing less than total mates. You've made yourself into useless. Like, like, like if you're a Basenta leader, you're an area boy. No more. We are going to bring dignity into the work. And there can never be any dignity without work. Yes, that, that's why Africa is the way it is. There's no dignity here. Many years ago, I heard Pastor Menzo Tabel say it. He said, any culture where you find men freely removing their penises in public to urinate, it's a, what do you call it? Uh, a system where the dignity of the people has been taken from them. They have been emasculated. 
a man to be to freely remove this is this is about five, six, seven, eight years ago. I noted it. The any society where men freely remove their penis to urinate openly. But he didn't know that a day was going to come, women will also by the roadside stand like that. I've never seen some before since I was born. By recently, in recent times, year, two years, three years, I'm seeing it. You see, a car will stop. Even right now, when I was coming this evening, I saw a guy. He was standing in front of the gate with his penis out, like a banana. Freely, he was on the phone. On Sunday, Sunday services, you see ladies, they'll go just around the wall. They don't go and pat their panties or, or, or divert their panties. They won't even wash their hands. So they'll come and greet you. Oh, Bishop, how are you? There's no dignity in this society. Yeah. The dignity is lost. Because there, there's no dignity. There's no, wherever people don't work well, there's no dignity. Yesterday I was watching the news. Nurses who have been trained 2012, 2012, they can't even post them. Because the hospitals that will accommodate them haven't even been built. One party comes, they do foundation. And that comes and they do lintel. And that comes and they do. Nurses who have been to school. I know that because one of my daughters, I was forcing for her to get nursing, nursing school. It was not easy. For years, she wasn't getting it. So one day, God just made a way for us. And she passed her maths. And is now doing a proper course in the university. Yes. And that's when I respected nursing. That's not a small course. Yeah, it's not a small course. They've got nursing. They are nurses in green and white. They can't find work. No dignity. So when God brings you to the ministry, he's bringing you to a place of work, which hasn't been done till now. No, no, no. Whatever we are doing, it's not work. You, you, you are going to experience a new me. You may wonder why I'm reacting that way to you. You may even think that I don't like you. So first week, second week, there will be targets, visitation targets. We will not wait for once or twice a year to have some national visitation. We, it, visitation is now going to be industrialized. A regular, systematized way of touching base with our members. And you will have a target as a regional head. You will have a target as a basanta head. That building we have built here, the work that is going to generate, you have no idea. Some of you may need to uh, organize some people to just bomb it. Bomb it. So there's no place for meetings. Because <laughs> for as long as this office block stands there, you have no idea. You'll be in your office and I'll call you. And when I call you, you won't come? You, you say you are in the bank, so you can't come? <laughs> I said, please, I need you here. I'm looking at your data. 
I'm not happy with what I'm seeing. Come, just come. I'm giving you two hours. Arrive here. Within one hour, I see that you are here. And when I see your trousers, the front is wet because you have urinated on yourself. This movie Saturdays, movie Saturdays with targets, Google Forms. You feel, you can't feel, you are out. I'm wild like a bear. I've been, I've been robbed of my wealth. Very careful not to cross my path. That's why I'm expecting when I take my phone to see on center leaders page, zonal leaders, basenta, grand. I'm already seeing even grand. OEB. I'm seeing left. I'm seeing left. This left. And I don't make any effort to bring anybody back. I expect to see Emmanuel has left. If you don't want the company of angels where a prophetic word creates a baby in your stomach, then I'll send you to your to the demons. Where your family members are there anyway. They are there already. So just go and join them. Because you are all Ophosus. Third week is what? Massive organized outreach. Massive! Because every fourth Saturday, a Sunday in this church, will be a swollen or salvation Sunday. Maybe I don't use, I should not even use swollen Sunday. So when we use it, we know what you are doing. Salvation Sunday, but it is a swollen Sunday. Where we just exist all the bishops and pastors are looking for the swell. It must swell. Monthly. I went to school, university, for 16 years. And I threw it away to come and do this work. So don't be surprised that I'm talking the way I'm talking. My everything is here. But you, your seven toes are outside and your toes is here. (laughs) Now some of us, everything is here. Everything is here. Third Saturday, and because it's one week. So it's, it's a week. Third Saturday into fourth Saturday, it's a week of in gatherings. We gather, we gather, we call, we gather, we call. And Friday, fourth Friday in the night, it's an all night. In the regions, Basantes are here praying. Then on that Sunday, every month, you don't want it, check out. God will replace you. Fourth Sunday, it's a swollen Sunday. It's a salvation Sunday. 
Now, to end, the second product, what's the first product we are, we, we are, we are, we are uh, 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 what's the name? Souls. The second product is what? Workers. We are now going to establish a system of raising, creating. You see, I'm standing here. I'm a creation. Somebody, I'm not like this. I'm not like this. That's not how I am. Those who know me before, before, suspect that I, I, I take some drugs. There are people who feel that I smoke something. Because that is not me. So even today, when I tell people that I'm a phlegmatic, they argue with me that it's, I'm, I'm, I'm lying. I am a creation. Somebody has created me. I didn't exist. Somebody has made me. What you are seeing is, in a sense, artificial. The natural me is not what you are looking at. That one, if you want to see it, come home. When you come to my house and you, you don't see me, that's the natural me. <laughs> because you will not come to my house. I, I, I don't like you. I don't like human beings. <laughs> I, I like to be alone. But in the church, when I see you, I'll embrace you because I am a creation. The new converts we are getting are going to be put on a conveyor belt in a factory. So katu kata 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 When the souls come, already the original heads who are scoring zero. Or I should wait for a special meeting to say such things. I should go on. Okay, thank you. And they were scoring zero because we were, we were running an ad hoc system. A system which depended on sunshine, no rain, I'm happy, I'm well, I'm not having problems, and so on. But now... There is no space for convenience. There's no space. Thank you, sir. God bless you. So we are going to create people who never existed. Is that not what 419 says? Matthew 419. Follow me. And I will make you. Do you see it? So Jesus is describing an industry. An industry makes fans, makes gas cookers, makes pressing irons, makes cars. Follow me, and I will manufacture out of you. Something that never existed. So Jesus 
runs an industrialized system. So when the converts get born again, regions are now officially going to run their own strong Christian academy. Every region, whether there is space around or not, Pastor Ekins, on this day, I buy you from having any size class. I buy you. You exist in this church as an overseer. All regional heads are under you. They work under you. That's it. She works under you. Your wife, as a regional head, both works under you and lies under you. You want to rebel? It's an industry. And in, in an industry, that's how Daewoo began to make the Daewoo's and the other in the, in, in, Initially, they, they didn't have the engines. So they would make the body. And when you open the bonnet, it's Opel engine. Sayong. When you open the bonnet, it's Mercedes Benz. Yes. So, industrialization doesn't start with having everything. You don't need to have everything to start. You don't need to have offices to start. Whatever you have, use it. If you don't have something, go and take and put inside. So industrialization begins with having just a little, but you use it. Tomorrow you must come around and find the trees around. They may be your meeting places. You are starting your what? Every new believer in your region will be taught by you. Or somebody accredited by you. I'm sure you know I'm talking to Flaming Fire as well. I'm sure you are aware of that. Thank you. Sir, you can sit down. When they finish the new believer school, then you being the boss will come on Sunday and gather all of them and give them certificates because you are the boss. I'm going to create an office for you. You deserve it. Even though you don't have any hair, you deserve to have an office. It's a fair compensation. What you don't have, I'll make it up to you. (laughs) You have an office with walls. Air conditioning will be blowing. I'll buy a fridge for you. I'll put drinks inside the fridge for you. You deserve it. (laughs) But Bishop, why are you not saying that you gave me an office? You say what? You want an office? Do you say you want an office? Is that, is that what you are saying to yourself? Or you're, you're not thinking that way? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, he, he's gone out. Okay. After New Believer School, you start st- 
strong as uh, what's the name of the thing called? School of the word. Follow me. This is the industry. Matthew 4.19 I will make so leaders and shepherds don't exist. I have hardly met anybody who came to me and said I am anointed, use me. Or I am a shepherd, use me. I've always had to make people. Jesus manufactures Shepherds are a product of industrialization. I'll take it again. Shepherds, leaders, center leaders, basenta leaders are a product of industrialization. What we now call servant armed and trained. That training is an industry. And it begins with school. Are you sleeping? You are awake? Um, what was I saying? Yes. They are products of industrialization. So, regional heads, you see, and the reason why I'm not having a meeting with the regional heads and in your presence is that everything that is being done will involve you. Will involve you. I will make you I will manufacture you. You will become something you are not. Did you know that a car originally is at a car that you close, you drive around? It's soil. Did you know that? If you go to the north, that's where they are. Iron ore is soil. They mine it. And they take it through a lot of chemical processes till they get the iron. Industry creates out of nothing something. I'm a doctor. I had no when I was entering the medical school, I had the drawings of the clinic I was going to build. I have no I had no plan. To be, to be opening Bibles and uh, reading scriptures in church. Never. That's never okay to me. But I, ha- I fell into the hands of a pastor who made me. May you make people. We, we, are, we are now starting a conveyor belt. You put them here. New believer school, when they finish, they move here. Because to have a mega church is like a factory. You need many people working at different places. See, that's why I said every month, every third week, every fourth week, because industry, the word, even that word industry, has within it the, 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 um, what do you call it? The idea of doing things repeatedly. You can go to YouTube and look at car making industries. You see robots. There are people who who work in Ford. All they do is to fix windscreens. They are there in Ford factory. Only all they do is to fix windscreens. So every day 
This is their movement. Human beings, watch it. Because there's a, there's some tracks, a track like railway track, and so the car comes to you, just put your fix there, and it moves. So people do some things, then you move. And when the windscreens run out, and somebody comes, somebody, all he does is to drive a cart with windscreens from a place to where you are. So as you are moving like this, he is also driving up and down. It, it, it is so repetitive that you may think there's no sense, but that is what makes them millions of dollars. And that is what will give us the thousands of members. Repetitive. May you be able to endure repetitive actions. Yes. Those of you who want excitement, there's a industrialized, industrialization has no excitement. There's no excitement. The same routines. Those who fix the steering wheel, the same. If it's a robot, I mean, you can literally predict. People should literally be able to come here on the fourth Sunday and expect a swollen Sunday happening here. They should come here on the fourth Friday and see an all night praying for the souls towards the next days. Uh, so this is service. Without that boring, repetitive action, we can't have millions. So you see that we don't have that. We are always in town. We go anywhere. There is no... You won't find... Even the president of an African country, you can't predict where he is. Today is cutting this, tomorrow is this. But the proper president, you can, you, you can predict when they are having meetings. But our own is not like that. There is a reason why people are poor. There's a reason why basentes are empty. There's a reason why centers are empty. The reason is that they've not subjected their routines to repetitive patterns. So, be ready. Those of you who want something new to prevent boredom, maybe what I can do, the best I can do for you is to let the dancing stars dance a new dance. But the activities is like that. Somebody can use you to time his watch. To set his watch. And they are making millions. They are the ones who have made so much money where they are. And you are not doing it. So they've made so much money that they are bringing it to you. And they are telling you to teach your children how to put their erect penises into other people's anuses. And you don't have any say. You don't even like what you are doing, but you do have no say because you have, you, 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 you have perpetuated a lifestyle of poverty. But they are doing... A day is going to come, we will export shepherds from the church. We'll export central leaders. People are going to come for our members to go and teach them. Yes. 
one of my members, a dancing star. A dancing what? Star. He went to a, a, a branch somewhere. And when it was time for first time, he said, he's from Bishop Ogo's church. Dancing what? Star. The pastor of the church knelt down. I'm not joking. <laughs> and asked the dancing star to lay his hands on him and pray for him. You don't know where you are. New Believer School, School of the Word, and then what it means to be a shepherd. Preparing them. Anybody who makes a mistake to be born again in this church, will be a pastor. You might as well call this church the mega church industries, OEB. I said, anybody who makes a mistake to be born again in this church will not be happy. So, I want to show you in, my, in a few minutes how to pick, how to make, sorry, how to make fishers of men. How to make people, the, 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 the factory that manufactures shepherds. How do you set it up? That's a passing shot. I'm showing you how to set up the machines that creates shepherds. The industry that manufactures shepherds. So if you are a center leader, learn it. Set up your own mini industry. Even if it's toy cars, make toy cars. Children will buy it. To have somebody to become a shepherd, a center leader. This is the industry. The machines you must set up are 15 machines that produce a proper leader you can count on. Number one, 15 essential features of potential shepherds. I'm teaching from what it means to, be, to become a shepherd. Number one, for, 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 and, and you see, this one applies to anybody. Now, no, 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 watch it. As I read it, you, dis- you discover that it is, it is rare to find people with such attributes. So what you do is that you have to set up the machine. Number one is a personal relationship with God. So if you want to create a worker, number one is that re- train the person to have a personal relationship with God. Because you will hardly find one. You've been waiting to find somebody with a personal relationship with God. That's why you are sitting here empty-handed. So what do you do? You make them have a relationship with God. Teach them. Train them to have a conscience. Train them to, to pray, to, 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 to fast. Nobody comes and says, I'm a fasting specialist. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a prayer warrior. 
relationships with God are created. Number two, I'm doing this in five minutes. An interest in listening to tapes and watching videos. So, normally, if I'm the pastor of this small group, I'm going to look among you, the seven of you, or the thousand of you, how many of you have an interest in listening to preaching tapes? But we have been waiting to find such people. We can't find them. So, what do we do? Make them listen to tapes. Create a regimen that makes them soak tapes. So here, on, 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 on uh, every Saturday, every Friday, all night, basante, dancing stars, choirs, communion wine drinkers, uh, 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 communion stars, uh, 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 what do you call them? Ashes. We are here with earphones. They come. If you don't have an earphone, you are out. Because I've been looking for people who have got an interest in listening to tapes. And I can't find them. And I remember that Jesus did not find people listening to tapes. He made them. Help them to get podcasts. You won't find people who naturally love to listen to podcasts. Get them. Set it up on their phone. Make it them. It's an industry. Exist to what an industry. It makes things that don't exist. Make a member who doesn't like listening to tapes to listen to tapes or listen to podcasts. So if I come to you and there's nobody around you who loves messages, it's not because they don't exist, but you did not make That's how to set up the industry. You set up systems that, that make people pray, have a relationship with God. You wake the person up. We are praying. That's what Auntie Betty did to Bishop over 40 or whatever years ago. Yes. 40 years ago. She made him go to action. She took him to challenge Bishop. Showed him the Bible to buy. I don't even think she used their money to buy it. Buy it yourself. Yeah, because you can have money and not know what to buy. So if I show you a Bible, I've done something great. I don't need to buy a Bible for you to do something great. Showing you a Bible makes you great. We are living here. Everybody is going to set up that industry. There should be people under you. You are making into soakers. Of podcast and makane. Number three, a personal fasting life. And we'll be looking for people who fast. Everybody today is putting on weight. Everybody is putting on weight. So what do we do? Make them fast. Take them to a place for morning. Search their bags. If there's biscuits, remove it. And pray with them till 7 p.m. And release them to come home. Have they fasted? They fasted. They fasted. If you don't deliberately have a system where you make your members fast, they will never fast.
We can't find them. We can't find people who have a personal relationship with God. We can't find people who just love to listen to podcasts. We can't find some of you here. If I say, do you know Bishop that God mill, you ask, is it the IGP? See the IGP. Number four, availability for the work. That's who, they are the people who become shepherds. So what do you do? You find Mansa and you make her available. You make him come. How many of you sitting here? Your center leaders are not here. Your bus center leaders are not here. Because you think that things just happen spontaneously. Nothing just happens spontaneously. Things don't just explode. Even bombs are manufactured. Availability for the work means that you guide them to be available. Tell them that. Take time off your evening classes and come for the meeting. We are going to do outreach. We are having a swollen Sunday this month, uh, uh, next week. Don't go for the funeral. Make them available. Make them. Otherwise, they will never exist. No fishers of men existed around Jesus. He made them. I said, no fishers of men. And I'm sure you know that these are shepherds. Fishers of men. They, if you ever found anybody who was fishing for men like Peter, preaching and 3,000 in Acts 2 gave their life to Christ. They were made by Jesus. Number five, we are ending. Having a stable... Sorry. Forgive me. The individual financial inputs to the church. So if you want someone to be a leader, a basenta leader, we are talking about the conveyor belt. And on that belt, there must be a place where people are made to make financial contributions. Which brings us to BBIG. I'm saying that these points would have been taught as, oh, look for people who make financial input. Look for people who listen to messages. Look for people who fast. But we, we have stopped looking. We make them fast. Make them pay tithes. Make them make inputs. Make them pay money. <laughs> Number six. People handling skills. How many people in the church are like Felix do? Most of us here are bush people. I met a brother today, a zonal leader. A zonal what? Who in our uh, 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 former whatever will be a pastor of a church. Right, pastor? A lady pastor was complaining to me that the way he talks is not nice. As he was talking, the lady pastor told him, put your hands down. You don't talk that way. He sitting here. So you can imagine such a person is a pastor. How will he even handle people? He just be shouting. 
screaming, a bushman. So we no longer look for people who have got good people handling skills. We teach them. We make them. Teach them. You don't talk this way. You don't talk down on people. As a zonal leader, as, as a pastor, soon to be a reverend. Today, not last week, today, as in today, nothing I'm saying is frivolous. A woman was this person doesn't know how to speak. And I told him, I said, the first time I heard this comment about you was from a policeman. I'm not talking. He arrested him, and the way he was talking, the policeman told me that this is your son doesn't know how to talk. Bushman. But what do we do? How many people are like Dr. Nyako? No, I'm asking, how many of us here are like Dr. Nyako? So what do we do? If we are waiting for people with good people handling skills, we'll find none. I have not even begun to talk about ladies and how they talk. Like a witch. But you teach them how to speak. Speak. Take your time. Number seven. We are ending. Preaching and teaching skills. So some time ago, we have looked for people who teach well. Not so. People who, 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 maybe next week or so, one of the journeys is going to be the ministry of the word. So I want to just wrap this up. Yeah. But some time ago, we are looking for sisters who teach well. You know, when a person teaches well, you can see. If the guy is teaching. This girl can teach. This brother can teach. Over 99% of you here, if I give you five minutes to speak here, We will all be carried to ICU, intensive care. Yeah. We will fall into a coma. Shannon. Stand up. So what do we do? What do we do now? We make them develop teaching skills. We make them listen to tapes. You give a, a, a Francis, go and talk about faith for two minutes. Let me see how you speak. Emilia, teach for 10 minutes. We are listening to you. You give the message, suck it, listen. Because you, nature doesn't allow you to speak if you can't hear. If you can't hear, you can't speak. So that's why we make them sit in the church and listen to messages. We take them for retreats. So that we stop looking for people with preaching skills, but we make people to preach well. At all night, when we were having the, uh, when we were soaking the messages, last Friday, we were listening to 25 uh, reasons why you have a mega church. Beautiful time. 
beautiful time. And when we took breaks, and I gave the microphone for people to speak, they were speaking like Bishop. Within 10 minutes of lesson, they were speaking like him. The language, the emphasis, the, 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 the perspectives. They didn't come here with it. As they sat here and they listened, they began to speak. Can you imagine subjecting your members to 10 hours of soaking? You are going to create preachers. So we are saying that the factory we are, we are having does not look for second-hand cars. We make it the cars. We don't look for people who preach well. We make them preach well. We teach them. We make them watch videos. We make them listen to podcasts. We make them attend meetings to watch a pastor preach. Please, I understand what I'm saying. We are setting up a factory. And what's the first thing? What's the first machine we set up? I can't hear you. Train them to develop a personal relationship with God. Most people who are in church are not Christian. They don't know no God. They are, they are, they are the church looking for phones to steal. You make them holy. Teach them. Second machine is what? Interest in listening to tapes. You can't find anybody. Most people, if you see them with earphones in their wallet, they are listening to Kokoko or some newspaper review or something. Hardly will you find somebody listening to a message on his own. So what do we do? You make them. Now I tell you, what? Third machine is what? Make them fast. See, everybody is putting on weight. Look at the cheeks. Cheeks, pot bellies. Girls are competing with their husbands for pot bellies. Husbands are competing with their wives for pregnancies. One husband was wearing a smock, a long gown, with his wife. Somebody called her, Madam. <laughs> Is that who's Madam? <laughs> Everybody is putting on weight. So what do you do? Make them to fast. So what do you make them fast? Machine number what? Four is what? Availability. Availability. Everybody is busy. We, are all, we all have funerals in our hometowns. We all have extra job to do. We all want to rest at home. So what do you do? You have to learn to make people cut things off. Yes. Cut off that evening class. Cut off that lecture. Yes! You say lecture, I say lecture. Cut it off. Take time off work. Tell your boss there's a family emergency. Because this is a family and it's an emergency. We need souls. On Tuesdays, tell your boss that Tuesdays, we have got family meetings. We close at 5. Can I leave at 4.30 because of where my office is? Why? It's a family meeting every Tuesday. With a family head, he smokes weed. So. <laughs> he doesn't understand anything. <laughs> He doesn't understand anything. So please, I beg you. <laughs> machine number five. Make him make financial, invest financially into the church. Yes. Financial input. Who is writing things which is not on the 
in the book. The individual's financial input. Financial input. Make them put their, even if it's one Ghana, teach them that, the, you see, the, the, Kai, the reason why your members don't have any love for the ministry, don't want to even come to church, is that their hearts are not in the ministry. Their hearts are not in church. Their hearts are not in the work. Their hearts are not in outreaches. And why are their hearts not here? Because their treasure is not here. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will go. So, if you want people's hearts to be in something, guide them to put their treasures there. So, if, if the person's treasure is here, his heart will not be here. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be. That's why a brother in the university, he found out that his beloved, his fiancé or girlfriend or whatever he was going to marry was with another boy, you know, fooling around with some SRC president. He said, never. I will marry her. I will still marry her. Why? He said, too much of my money has gone inside. <laughs> I've invested too much in her to allow her to go. <laughs> the wig, the high heels, the dress, the face, the pomade, the cream. Yes. Because my heart is here. Why is my heart here? My treasure has been here for too long. Where it didn't say where your heart is, there your treasure will be. No. Your heart follows your treasure. Your treasure doesn't follow your heart. So if you want your heart to be on the stage. Put your treasure on the stage. That's why, even some of you, as I'm preaching now, no, am I preaching well? But some of you, your minds are not here. Because your heart is not here. You are thinking of whether the, the, the kenke and fish has been bought by your cousin. Is the watcher still there? Has your small sister eaten? Because your treasure this evening is somewhere and your heart is there. So, if you want your members to love church, make them invest their treasures. Number six. Six machine is what? Yes. People handling skills. Most people are bush. Yeah. The tenderness of a shepherd is not in most of us. The tenderness. The, the, the hand that caresses a shepherd is not in us. The hand that comforts. Many of us, our hands beats. People handling. How to talk to people. How to care for them. How to advise them. How to rebuild them. I was with somebody somewhere. He was saying something. I said, you are a foolish boy. 
He came back to the bishop. I want to thank you for calling me a foolish boy. The person standing by me was surprised. So how? People handling skills. Servant machine is what? Preaching and teaching. Preaching and teaching skills. Paul said in, Peter said in Acts, we will give ourselves to the ministry of the word and to prayer. But next week, that's for, that's for next week. That's the journey. I'm giving you in advance. Next week is, is, is epic. Blockbuster service. Ministry of the word. Ibafe Sultana. Number eight. An interest in evangelism. So if we're looking for shepherds, potential shepherds, you look for people who like to do outreaches. And where are they? We can't find them. So what do we do? We make them. Make them do outreaches. Make them attend outreaches. I'm having a good time tonight. If you are looking for people who like outreaches, you will not find anybody. Make them. Make them like evangelism. So we are going to monitor how many of your members attend outreaches. Interest in evangelism. I told Bishop some time ago, I said, the evangelistic anointing has come upon me. I'm into crusades. My crusades are working. I just have a burden for souls. He said, hey, there's no anointing for evangelism. It only, he said, it only shows that you are a good pastor. Stop using those words. <laughs> I said, thank you. <laughs> yes. And he quoted this verse. He said, a good shepherd leaves the 99 and goes out. That's a shepherd, not evangelist. A good mega church pastor, a mega center leader goes out. So a, a pastor in the making must be trained to do evangelism. Take your members out. They will not go naturally. Number nine. Visiting, counseling, and organizational abilities. Yes. Visiting, counseling, and organizational abilities. So what do you do? You make, teach them to visit. Send them. Go and visit Mabel. Go and visit Nanasewa. Go and visit uh, Prosper Adamaviaji. Last week, Mr. and Mrs. Eglewoba came. Visit them. Make them visit. Send them. The crown. Send them to visit each other. And don't send boys to visit girls. Lest they visit other places. Number what? Ten. Having a stable and happy marriage. 
we look, good pastors have stable marriages. So a potential worker in your region, in your center, should be somebody who is happily married. And where are they? We can't find them. So what do you do? You create happiness. You make yourself a referee. That's why I'm going to be giving radar head targets. How many beloveds they can produce. It's an industry. Every three months, there should be a number of people you have put together under you. How many weddings a year per region? Yes. So like how the dancing stars, they are marrying like rabbits. And King Square, not even the leader has gone for honeymoon. The leader hasn't gone for honeymoon. Hello? In this work, we are interested in marriages. It's, the point is there. We, pastor, shepherd, center leader, marriage is important. What is important? We are interested. When I meet you, I asked a, a guy last one of the Sundays. What is the last Sunday? I said, How many times do you have sex? I said, Yesterday, Saturday, did you have sex? He said, No. We traveled to do something. We came. Friday, do you have sex? Yes. How many times? Five times. Congratulations. I said, What was the time? 6 a.m., 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 6 p.m., and then midnight. Here at the car park here. Five times. Here at the car park. And you could see, as the guy was talking, the girl was just around her, around him, smiling. Giggling. We are interested. We will ask you. When I come to your house, I said, open your drawer. I want to see the panties you are wearing. <laughs> oh, I have cut up people's underwear many times. I go with scissors. People like those who like me, they like me a lot. Those who hate me also. You can't be you can't be in the middle. It's extreme. One wife said that the holes in my panties is for ventilation. Are for ventilation. She's sitting here. Ventilation. Natural ventilation. Cross ventilation. Bishop, are you interested? I am interested. Because your happiness in the marriage will, 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 will reflect in the number of members you are bringing to church. You think if, if my wife was beating me in the house, I'll be here preaching to you? The reason why the church is nice is that I am, I am taken care of. But if I give you this set, what will happen to you? <laughs> so I'm saying that we, we can't find good marriages. So what do we do? We counsel them into good marriages. We prepare them for good marriage. We make the relationships work. If it's not working, supervise the breakup. Tell them from today, you are just friends. You are just what? Friends. Number... 11. Catch, catching the spirit of the leader. Yes. 
We know a pe- if you want somebody to be a worker under you, get the person to, to do the things, to follow the leader, to catch the spirit. Don't put any emphasis on a member of your region who preaches like Pastor Chris. Preaches like T.D. Jakes. No, we want the spirit of the leader. When you speak, ah, is it Bishop that God is preaching? No. His grandson. Ah. When we say the spirit of the leader, we mean how the leader thinks is how you also think. Isaiah 11 2. Spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, strength, knowledge, fear of God. How your leader thinks about souls is how you think. How your leader thinks about giving is how you think. How you, you can't be a shepherd when I will close at midnight, Bishop is closing at 2 a.m. On, on, on Monday morning, and you are going home at 4 p.m. The spirit of the leader is not on you. So what do we do? We make them sit in the church. We, 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 we railroad them into thinking like the leader. You can't be here and think like Pentecost. Church. We come to your center service. Members are there. It is full. There are chairs. And there's a white table with a bell on top. What are you talking about? Is it lighthouse? A bell? In lighthouse? Number 12. We are closing. We look at your relationship with the opposite sex. So what do we do? We make the sisters relate well with brothers. Yes, we make them. You can't, you, you can't meet a guy and when you are talking to the guy, your palm is on his chest. Hey. Like that. <laughs> oh, Brian. Stop it. <laughs> Watch how the guys relate to the girls. No, watch it. The relationship. If you meet a guy who has proposed to three girls already, broken their hearts, and it's on number four. That guy is, so you train him to be happy with the girl who is short. Because short girls also have an advantage. There are some things short girls will bring that... These Lorraines, these are giants. You can't do much with them. You need. <laughs> because if you allow a guy, he will want to taste every time. Mm. Yes. He wants those with hair, long hair. Whether the hair is a wig or not, once he sees long hair, he's happy. And teach him that this thing is not real, it's a beret she's wearing. <laughs> I'm saying that train the young men under you to relate with girls properly. You can't go about squeezing girls' buttocks. Like well, as she's going again, you just hate it. How, how, how. Every day, private meetings, like as you have closed, and only the two of you, instead of choosing the way, Sunday has put lights on this road. You are choosing the one which goes to the goyal. Watch out. 
those guys are dangerous guys. So what do we do? We counsel them. You cannot do that. Number 13. Loyalty. Loyalty. Hey, you don't want to have a center leader under you who is not loyal to you. If you are regular head, you don't want to have a zonal leader under you who is not loyal to you. When you say we are going, he says we can't go. Yeah, we can't go. And you are there. <laughs> so what do you do? Teach loyalty. If you can't do it, bring me in. I will make them faithful. You are a regional head. You are taking your people to prayer. And he says he wants to go and do outreach. Never does what you want. It's a devil. He must be made to learn submission. Number 14. Having personal, financial, and job security. Stability, sorry. Financial. And that is the work. That's the industry. You set up machines that get your, your young guys to know how to be financially stable. Even in this era of bussing, you can't be a young man who uses all your money to bus. What will you use to buy clothes? What will you use to buy the beats? What will you use to buy the sewing machine? What will you use to buy the iPad? So you can't marry because you are a center leader. Meanwhile, you are just splashing money everywhere. So we teach you. Yes, we are bussing. That's why we have essentially BBIG. The ministry was not made to depend on you. What if you die? What if you die? I'm saying, listen, I'm not joking. In this era where we use our money to bust and we, you know, money, our personal money and so on, we should still see you marrying. Can you clap your hands for the dancing stars? Central leaders who are marrying, clap for them. As we are learning how to save money. Actually, learn it. When is your wedding? Very soon. When is the wedding? Very soon. Do you have money to marry? Or use all your money for busing? Your beard like an imam. Oh, yes. Yes. We look for how stable you are financially. In the midst of bussing, in the midst of using money for this, you still must be solvent. There are guys here who are, are all, I know you, only that you have not, uh, see, there are things I know, but time prevents me. I know you. So there are guys here who have borrowed from at least 10 ladies. I don't know why they go to girls. Why don't you go to guys? When I meet you, you will teach me. We need, if you want a, 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 if you want to create a shepherd or a leader, get a job for him. Help him to get a job. Jesus never employed anybody who wasn't working. Everybody he chose was busily mending it at the desk of whatever. They were busily working. 
a person who cannot find a job cannot do the ministry because the ministry is also a job. All those who are doing well under me are super busy employed at the highest levels of whatever they are doing. They are the ones in the church. I, some time ago, I thought that if I, was, I could get unemployed guys, they would have time for the ministry. I was made a fool. He's unemployed because he doesn't know how to work. He's unemployed because the reason why he cannot find work is that finding work must be work in itself. To find a job must be a job. So your friends who wake up at 5.30 to go to stand chat, you also wake up with them. As they are in stand chat, you are also in town. In the evening, you come back with them. The following morning, you go. You make looking for a job. A job in itself. So when you meet a man with two testicles who is not working, you are looking at a dangerous person to bring on board. So what do you do? You guide him to find a job. It's called the way-making ministry. And you are going to live here with that anointing. That guides people. Get him to be an apprentice vulcanizer. Apprentice mason. Find, help him. So if without help, without your help, they will never be. And number 15. A person with a vision. The people we want to work with are people who have a vision. They're the proper guys. So what do you do? You guide your members. Ako, sit down. What is the vision for your life? What are you doing with your life? Some of you here could be in a university. But because you lack vision, you are, now, you are just a WASI graduate. Your work, Mr. Asima, is to guide them to have a vision for their lives. Vision for their marriage, for the ministry, for life, for their future. You guide them. Ideally, that's what the, that's why I said we look for people. But people today don't have any vision. Most of you girls who are not married have no vision to marry. How do I know? Because you, you, many of you here, over 78.2% of you cannot cook. Any man who marries you will eat wache till he dies. You teach them to have a vision for the work. I had a vision to build a hospital. I had a vision to build a hospital. My vision was, mommy, I, I, everything was laid out. My father was a doctor. His things were there. I had plans for everything. But I met a man who gave me a higher vision. Look at me standing here. May you be able to move people who want to become armed robbers to become pastors. One of my friends, I said my friend, my my mate in the university, she said her vision in life was to be a second wife. If she had met a proper pastor, the pastor would have guided her to to have a different vision. And she was able to get somebody's husband to marry. But you yourself must have a vision so that you can impart the vision to others. If you are here 
and the work of God is not at the forefront of your life, your mind, your vision. It means that you can't impart anything. If you are here, you are a money grabber. You can't teach people under you how to love God and how to serve God. So you yourself must be before. Jesus said, I am the door. John, I am the door. That is, I am the one people pass through into the church. People pass through. Anybody who encounters me is entering the ministry. May you be a door. I said, may you be a door. May you be somebody. People would never have any plan to serve God. Because of you, may they put down their professionals, profession, sorry, and serve God. May you be an imparter of visions. Vision for ministry. Vision to serve God. Vision to build the church. Create it in them that you can be a center leader. You can preach. You can teach. You are not just a girl looking for a husband. You can be one of the most beautiful preachers in town. Tell them you can make it. I'll buy you messages. I'll get you podcasts. You can be a preacher. You are a pretty girl, but you can preach. You are a young guy, but you can preach. You are not supposed to be better with all your life. Give them a vision. And they will bless you. That's the industry. That's the industry. That's what we are going to do. When people get born again in this church, from now on, and you are going to see it on the pages, the systems, the Google form, the links, today perhaps may be the day this church is starting. Maybe symbolically, when I stood in the office, ready with light and air conditioners, all there, I said, the church is now going to start. Maybe today might be the beginning. Yes. And next week, 8th of October, God willing, I'll take you on the ministry of the word as one of your lifetime journeys in my story. Lift your two hands. Let's close. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. Thank Him. Thank Him. Lift your hands and ask the Lord for the grace to do things repetitively. Ask the Lord for grace to submit yourself to the regiments. Ask the Lord for that spirit of humility to flow. To flow. And not be a difficult and a stubborn person who can be guided. For some of you, this industrialization may change your personal life. Will railroad you on the personal life. Personal. Personal. Kazatulaba. Kredis. Krados. Mazula. Maskabada. Ashikotima. Lift your hands. You are changing. You are changing. Today marks a change. Just as the, 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 the weather has changed in this church, you also have changed. Yes. Yes. It's going to be regimented. Predetermined systems. Always checking for system failure. Is a system working in this zone? Are the systems in place working? Are the systems in place working? Is she adhering to the systems? 
or she is doing her own thing, remove her. Remove her. Kolazi. Zaduaba Akazita. Sobrima Luka. Azanata Koladi. Krostimala. Anstabakute. Sobrimi Azantako. Azikaloma Aladobraka. Sandi Sandikatus. Sandikatus. Amula Kadazia. Zombrimelo Adia Supaka. Tabababa. The same way you are going to make things that did not exist to exist. So will your life that did not exist will also exist. You can't do things for God and not be affected. As you are industrializing God's work, He will also industrialize your life. Soon, things will be coming out of you that never were a part of your destiny. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we are grateful to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.